Thank you for joining us today. As always, it is such a blessing to be with you. Today, we're talking about the priorities in our life, how we align those priorities and the purpose that God has for us in our life. In fact, the name of today's message is called, First of All. With that being said, please join me in prayer. Father, thank you for today. Thank you for your word. Thank you for your love for us. A love that we don't deserve, but we, but we accept. And Lord, we just thank you so much for you speaking life into our life. You wanting good for us. Lord, we pray that as we go over these, these scriptures today, that they just minister to us. They change us. And they mold us and shape us to be more and more like your son. And we thank you so much. And we pray all of these things in Jesus' name. Amen. So the question is today is, do we have our priorities aligned correctly in our lives? Many times when we think about our priorities and we think about how those are aligned, we think of these things. We think of, well, what do I want to accomplish? What do I want to experience? And ultimately, what possessions would I actually like to acquire in my life? We think about these and we have certain goals set in every aspect of our lives, or at least we should, or we think we should. These would be shaped around work, our finances, recreation, health, relationships, just basic goals in general. When we talk about what did Jesus say about the priorities in our life? What did Jesus say when we have specific priorities in our lives? Where do we start? And the big question or the big thing here is to point out is Jesus does not ever say that we start with I. What do I want? We first start with the king. Let me explain. Matthew 6, 33 says, Seek the kingdom of God above all else and live righteously, and he will give you everything that you need. All of these things that Jesus is saying, he's being very specific and very pointed with the words that he lays out. He says, Seek the kingdom of God above all else. That's where he starts. And we live in a world today where there are many experts and gurus that have all kinds of different skills or different things that are laid out with certain step processes to accomplish certain specific goals. And while many of those people do have talents, if it doesn't start at the right place, if it doesn't start with seeking God first, then it is an uphill climb. It is an uphill battle. When we look at this sentence and we look at where do we start, Jesus was pointing out to us, where do our priorities align first? Where do we begin? Where do we start? He doesn't just say, hey, go do what you want to do. Hey, figure out what you want in your life. The world would tell us today, get what you want. Make it happen for yourself. Run out there and do it. But we must remember that God has a specific purpose and a specific plan for each one of us in our lives. We have to understand what that is. And once we seek the King, once we seek Jesus in our lives to direct our lives, we have the fulfillment of life that we were truly created and designed for. That we're not chasing after the next thing and the next thing after this and the next thing. And we're always looking for something else. God may 
with what God has laid out for us, there is always a next thing. But what that next thing is actually has purpose and fulfillment in our lives. Today, I want to talk to you about three things that we can implement today in our lives. Three things that could be, we could look at that we need to prioritize in our lives to get ourselves set up. First of all, to seek God, to seek his kingdom and his righteousness first. And the first one of this is we have to have a relationship with God. When we seek God, we have to know whom we are seeking. This word seek first is interesting here in my notes. Seek first. The word seek, it means to strive for diligently. It means to desire extremely strong. The action actually with this word is is a continuous action. So it is not just strive diligently for a minute. It is not just strive diligently until you get tired. It is a strive diligently for a continuous period of time. That we keep striving. That we keep seeking God over and over. That we keep seeking the desire of His purpose in our lives daily. So when we say, do this first... We first look at what does God want us to do? And the first thing is, is that we have to have a relationship with God. We have, to, we have to know God to be able to seek God. We are to seek His kingdom above all else. We are to live righteously. In other words, we don't even have to pray about what our priority ought to be. Many times we think, okay, I need these priorities. I need to go think about it. And that's great when we're seeking God first. But it's all about intention. What is the intention in our lives? The question ultimately is this, whose kingdom are you trying to build? Are you trying to build your kingdom with what you want to accomplish? Or are you trying to build God's kingdom? Because the sole purpose of every person that is created is to honor and glorify God. And by honoring and glorifying God in our lives, we're ultimately able to show the love that we have for others. And that is the purpose for which we are all created. I say it many times, but when Jesus is asked, what is the most important law? He says, to love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your mind, with all your soul, and with all your strength. He says, that is the first law. And the second is like it, to love your neighbor as yourself. But when we seek God, when we seek God and His kingdom above all things, then the love that's shown, the love that's shown beyond that, is the love that other people can expect. It's the other love that people can experience. It's the reason by our love is how people will know that we are followers of Christ. And when we align ourselves to seek God first, we have the mind of Christ. And when we have the mind of Christ, we do the things that Christ would have us to do. We have to have a connection with Him. We have to pursue God. It's interesting, King David understood this. He said in Psalm 5, verse 3, he said, Listen to my voice in the the morning, Lord. Each morning I bring my request to you and wait expectantly. This is interesting. When you first read it, it sounds like King David is just going to God and asking for a bunch of things. But when you look at it again and listen to it specifically, he says, Listen to my voice in the morning, Lord. Each morning I bring my request to you. 
And if it ended there, that's what it would be about. But it doesn't. It says, and I wait expectantly. King David is bringing his request to God, but King David knows one thing. He knows that whatever God's will is, is what King David will do. We must remember the Bible says that David was a man after God's own heart. So when we wait expectantly, we cannot pray to God and go to God as if he is a drive through at a fast food restaurant where we're just asking for specific things. The key there is to wait expectantly. We are waiting. We are aligning ourselves with God and with God's purpose in our lives. And the first thing that we have to do is to seek God. And Jesus demonstrated this better than anyone. There's many examples in the Bible. One I'll point out is Mark 1.35. It says, before daybreak the next morning, Jesus got up and went out to an isolated place to pray. You know, We've talked about this before, but when we talk about prayer, this just shows how important prayer is. It's so important that Jesus prayed, and we should always follow suit. If it was important to Jesus, therefore it must be important to us. So for us to align ourselves with God, first of all, we have to know God. And the way that we know God is by knowing His Word and by being in fellowship with Him in prayer. That's our commitment. If we want the fulfillment of our life, we must first seek His kingdom. And then once we seek His kingdom, and once we know God and we have a connection with God, then the things in our lives will ultimately be fulfilled for what we were created for. You see, Jesus doesn't want a place in your life. He wants your whole heart. He wants to be first. We read in the Bible that God is a jealous God. It's because we, have, we make idols in our heart for many things. One of the idols that many of us make, as I mentioned before, and I alluded to it earlier in this message, is that we start with the I, and instead we should start with the Him. What does He want in my life? Not what does I want? What do I want? And every Christian that is a true Christian with that would say yes and amen. If you're not there and you can't say yes and amen to that, then that is something that you should take and you should take to prayer. That you should seek God about, about your heart. The second thing I want to talk to you today is that you must establish control of your life over to God. So first, we are seeking God. We are knowing God. We are filtering all things through God. And by filtering all things through God, this is how we give control of our lives over to God. If we are going to make God priority number one, we have to have the same thoughts as God. And we have to understand that God is number one. We have to understand that in every kingdom there is a king. And every king has a throne, and every throne has a seat of authority from which that king rules and reigns. What do the subjects of a kingdom do? They do one thing. They do the will of the king. The king is the one that is in control. He is the only one that matters. And he is the only one that has the word and the direction for the people to go. 
we must get this picture that our heart has a throne. Every person's heart pushes towards something. For some people, it's material possessions. For other people, it is relationships or a certain individual. Maybe it's a job. Maybe it could be a, a number of other things. But that there is a throne in our heart and someone or something is going to sit on that throne and it is going to rule over your life. And at any given moment, our life has to reflect back to Jesus. We cannot have other things sitting on our throne. We cannot have things between us and God. And the question is, is, so how do we know? How do we know that God is really ruling over our lives? How do we know that we're in the right place, that we are seeking God first in all of these things? The first one is that we will seek His glory above our glory at all times. That we will seek the King's guidance in our lives first. And that He will rule over our heart. Now you may be sitting there thinking, wait, wait a minute. When do I get what I want? This has been a whole bunch of talk about my life should be dedicated to God. When do I get what I want. And it's very interesting. This is what I would say to that is, here's the beauty of it. When you decide that what you want in your life is whatever the king wants in your life, then you will get everything that you want. So let me say that again. When you decide in your life that with your life, you want what the king wants, at that point, you will get everything that you want in your life. And what's interesting about that is that once we have that connection with God, once we know God, once we submit our will and our wants onto God, then our wants and our wills become aligned with God. That we don't want things of the world anymore. We are transformed. We are made new. And that once we are made new, our alignment shifts and our alignment begins to follow Him. And it's interesting, Jesus says this, he says, seek first the kingdom, and then Jesus says, and his righteousness. We know that by the power of the Holy Spirit living in each one of us, it ultimately changes us. It transforms us and it does a work in us to do the things of God. As Jesus says, We are to seek His righteousness. In other words, He is saying that on a daily basis, that continually, that over and over continually, we are seeking after and we are desiring that everything that God wants, He gets control over us. That we are are setting our character, the character of our lives in alignment with God. You see, we can't be a true Christian if we disagree with Jesus. That's something that we should pray about. If there is something in the Bible that we disagree about, we should take that before God and we should ask God to make that right in our heart, not to change the words that are written. We can't be a full Christian 
if we are in conflict with God's will, because therefore we are not seeking first His kingdom and His righteousness if we're in conflict with it. And lastly with this is that we must keep in mind that as we seek righteousness, that as we seek God's right, we will not be perfect. The key to seeking God's righteousness is that when we fail, that when we fall short, that we repent, that we take that shortfall, that shortcoming, and we take it to God, that we repent and we turn from that. And over the course of a lifetime, over the course of a walk, as a, as a walk in the Christian life, if we were to look back over years and, and lots of time, we're not going to be made perfect immediately. But as we look back over that time, we would be able to see a transformation in our lives that would be happening from the time we accepted Jesus until the time we depart from this world. Depending on how long that is, there is a transformation that takes place. There is a, an ultimate changing in our heart, an ultimate changing in our character that continually and continually aligns with Jesus. So when we say the whole purpose and the whole thrust of our life is to seek God and to seek His kingdom above all things and to seek His righteousness. When we think about those things, when we think about the power that is in there, when we really think about it, the first thing is, is to take that step. God is merciful and God is, is faithful that the power of God will do a great work in you. The key first is that we have to align our priorities. That we have to make the king the king over our lives. We see in the very next verse, it says this. I'll read them together. Matthew 6, 33 and 34. It says this. It says, Seek the kingdom of God above all else and live righteously. And he will give you everything that you need. 34 says this. So don't worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will bring its own worries. Today's troubles is enough for today. So what God is saying here, what Jesus is saying here, is that if we seek him, that if we seek his will in our life, if we seek that, that he is the driver of our lives, and we continually seek that, that God will provide everything that we need to accomplish what He has set before us here in life. So as we talk about this today, and as we think about this, I hope that you can reflect back on what God is calling each one of us to do, what Jesus has told us to do, that we should first seek His kingdom, that we should strive for righteous living, and that God would take care of the rest, that He would supply every need that we have according to His riches and glory. The first step is to seek God. Please join me in prayer. Father, thank You for today. Thank You, Lord, for our hearts wanting to pursue You. Lord, I pray that there would just be, there would be a drive for each and every person that is listening to this today to just continue to push in and to seek You more to seek you more to know you, to seek you more to know your word, 
but ultimately to seek you in every decision that we make. That we look towards you. That we have the mind of Christ. Lord, I pray that you would just transform us and continue us, continue sanctifying us through our walk to become more and more like Jesus. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. I want to thank you so much for joining us today. Depending on your choice of social media, please like, share, subscribe so that this message can reach more people for Christ. God bless you.